Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. Another episode of NXT UK Review from the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jay, joined as always by Big Tasty. How are you, mate? Not bad. You say as always. I've been on the last two. That's true. I've not been on the last two. <laughs> as sometimes joined by Big Tasty. Int- intermittent um, guest host. Yeah. Intermittent guest host, Big Tasty. Um, not, yeah, like when, like, uh, but... not like when Raw was doing all that shit with like fucking the Muppets and everything. None of that. No. The Muppets was a good one. Yeah, it was actually. To be fair. I mean, they got like Beaker and Sheamus to stand each other. It's just all I want in life. Yeah. Uh, any Anytime the Muppets are on anything as well, it instantly gets better. Um, speaking of Muppets, we'll get into that in a minute. Um, before we do get into the show, um, let us know what you thought about it on social media, at Facebook, uh, Search Untitled Wrestling Podcast. You'll find us there. Or Twitter and Discord, Untitled Rest Pod, um, where you can tell us what all the, what you thought about this show, AW, NXT, Raw, SmackDown, whatever show you want to tell. Any us about. wrestling you've watched? There's nothing wrong we covered. You've seen yeah. the indie show. Tell us about it. Yeah, e- even you see a match you want to you want to uh, recommend to us. Let us know. Just want to um, chat about how good Lucha Underground used to be. We're up for that as well. Do whatever you want. Lucha Underground. Um, as soon as there's enough time in the day, me and you doing a retro uh, Lucha Underground podcast. I think, I think we need to drag Troy through it. No, I think we need to drag Troy through it. I think because I think he'd love it. Yeah, but I think he'd try and resist, and then it click and be like he'd spend like the first four hours not knowing, like in full dad mode, not knowing what the fuck's going on, and then he can just get yeah. into it and love it. He'd, yeah, he'd get into it and be like, "This is amazing." <laughs> it's like like pretty much like what everyone does with Lucha Underground. I was like getting lost in the desert for a couple of days, and then finally just like. Getting you, used to your surroundings. Once you succumb to the madness, it's fine. You just uh... yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll go into NXT UK now, though. Not Lucha Underground. Um, speaking of madness and speaking of Muppets, this was a very very crazy episode of NXT UK. There was a couple of mad things that happened. So uh, it opens up with the Supernova sessions. Uh, Noam Dar um, says calls uh, Tyler Bate the big strong dafty and says that he's going to make himself legendary. Um, he brings up failure and introduces Trent Seven. And Trent Seven's furious about that. It's like, kind of introduction that. Trent um, Seven looks like he's been dragged through a hedge as well. Yeah, like, he, obviously this was, like, filmed after his match with Devlin, but he looked like he had, like, lace marks across his forehead. <laughs> yeah, he looked like, um, looked like he'd had a fucking terrible time. Um, yeah, Trent tries to sit on the couch. No, I'm like, whoa, that's my... That's my seat. Uh, got you this expensive steel chair over here. Um, and like Trent just again looks very upset about it. Um, Noam asks if Trent did Zumba, Pilates, or legs, bums, and tums to lose weight. Uh, Trent brings up his um, his actual fitness regime he did and he's trying to talk about it. And Noam's like counting on his hand. He's like, five years. And Trent's like, what are you on about? And he's like, I've been WWE for five years um, and I've not had any title shots. Um, he wrestled, he wrestled, wrestled on every brand and was an OG member of the Cruiserweight of 205 Live on yeah. Monday Night Raw. He calls Trent an outsider and Trent, again, takes absolute exception to this. Um, 
and brings up the fact that he was like one of the founder, founding fathers of um, the British division, or sorry, NXT UK rather, I should say. Um, he was in the first like tournament to crown uh, NXT UK champion. And um, he brings up obviously Tyler Bate and say, one of, my, one of the other founding fathers is going to beat you in this match, blah, blah, blah. Um, and he, he says he's, um, he, he basically gets in uh, Noam's face. Noam does like a little hand gesture and Shah Samuels comes out and calls he, Trent Seven a tart. He, he literally walks out shouting, oi, oi, oi. Yeah. Which is just like the best <laughs> thing in the entire world. I, I love that Shah Samuels is now like the bouncer on the Supernova sessions. Yeah, because you, you told you not to win him, mate. You, you, you go, all right, we'll try someone else. We'll try, we'll try you. Just turn he's like, he's like the Steve Wilkos to uh, Noam Dar's Jerry Springer. <laughs> he's going to end up having a show where he just takes people's chairs off them and says they're not allowed to sit down. Um, and I can't wait for it. So, yeah, um, Shah gets in a Trent Seven's face, calls him a tart, which I mean, absolutely crying with laughter at this point. Uh, Trent says he's going to be in Tyler Bates' corner at um, Prelude in their number one contenders match um, to find out who's going to face A-Kid. And, um, yeah, so, right. Shah looks very upset about that. Quick question. Because uh, you you know more about this than I yes. do. So the match is for the number one contender to the Heritage Cup. Yes. Is this match is the Noam Dar Trent match? Is that Heritage Rules? Uh, Noam Dar and Tyler Bates is Heritage Rules. Yeah, sorry, yes. Um, Trent Seven is going to be. Yeah, so the, the number one contender yeah. match is also Heritage Rules. The one at, uh, at Prelude. Yeah. Oh, sure. um, that's that's going to be pretty, so, yeah, pretty good. Um, yeah. Um, also. Uh, there's a little bit of a story with like going into it with uh, Noam Dar was beaten by Aker in the first round of the Heritage Cup, which was widely considered an upset. Right. Because okay. the way they the built it was that Noam Dar was kind of perceived the favourite to win the whole thing. Right. And then Aker beat him and like tapped him out in the first round with the Uma Palata because he's a bad man. So he's been like, um, denied his destiny almost. Pretty much, yeah. Noam Dar has been on like this sort of like trajectory of he's, he's coming back for it. Um, and he's like been, he's almost been like kind of shit staring for a kid to get challenges. Like he got, he got Tyler Bate a match. He got um, someone else a match as well against a kid. Um, oh sure. Um, yeah. And it's basically all been to kind of build to know him that getting a match against a kid. I mean, or so Ty- Tyler Bate's probably going to beat them. We spoke about this a bit on our <clears throat> our Dynamite podcast, Garden Scorpio Sky. Mm-hmm. But you can kind of you can kind of see where Noam Dar's coming from here. Yeah. I mean he's been in, like you said, you know, he's been in W for five years. He's been in, he's wrestled all over the place. He's he's you know, he's, he's putting all this work. He's had all these yeah. matches, all these really good matches. Yeah, and where's his where's his free to title shot? He he did he did get an NXT UK title shot on the first ever episode of NXT UK though, so he's full of shit on that. Like <laughs> he, he he had, a, he had a really good match with Pete Dunne on the first ever episode. Was main the, event of the first ever episode. That, was that the reboot or the original? The original. Twin reboots of don't count. It does count. Andrew, Andrew Garfield was never Spider-Man. No, I never had a photo It's fine. Well, we won't get into that now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, it, I, I, I get the impression this is probably going to end up leading to um, Mustache Mountain versus Charles Samuels and Noam Dar as well, which I'm very yeah, excited for. All about that. I mean, listen, we haven't seen Mustache Mountain for quite a while, have we? So, no, they've. It's almost like they deliberately kept them apart. Um, like just had them doing other stuff, which I'm okay with because it means we get to see like because Trent Seven and Tyler Bate are both excellent singles wrestlers. 
and it means we get to see more of that. And yeah. If we do get them like reforming to take on someone like Pretty Deadly down the line, even better because that'll be a very good match as well. Um. So after this, uh, Sig Scala tells um tells Ginny that Hair and Piper never a band from ringside for Joseph Connors versus Jack Stars. Um, Ginny kind of like tries to undermine uh, Sid Scala's authority. He says, "Oh no, this comes from Johnny Saint." Yeah. So then she kind of like she's just furious about it, and she's like, "Fine, whatever, doesn't matter." Um, and then we get a nice little video package uh, hyping up Volta versus Rampage in the hot fight of. To end all hoss fights, um, That's, uh, I'm, gonna take, I'm gonna have to take the batteries on the hustle over that one. It's gonna be going off. I can't wait. I can't wait for that. Really, can't I wait. get the impression that Rampage is gonna beat Volta? You know, think they're gonna do it. Think they're gonna think they'll put on. I mean, well, Vol- if Volta if Volta if Volta in... moves to NXT like proper, then it makes no sense to feed a, feed him Rampage before he goes. Yeah, and also he's defending that he's defending the title the day before this against Champa. On uh, takeover stand and deliver, and they were very, very like they they were kind of a little a little bit haphazard in the way that they booked there uh, the John Devlin stuff. Even though we already had a match with Trent Seven, so it was like it was kind of a foregone that Trent was going to lose that. Whereas, yeah, with um with this they've it's interesting that they've got Volta versus Champa the night before, and then. Uh, Volta versus Rampage the night the night after, so I wouldn't be surprised if Rampage picked up that belt and then that's like sort of Volta's sort of like swan song on NXT. I mean, they can kind of protect it a bit, like so if Champa like doesn't run him or like beats him down or something, can he comes out with like a, a, an obvious injury for the um mm. for, for the for the match with Rampage, then he's got like a he's protected almost, isn't he? It's not like a, a, a straight up loss. Yeah, exactly. Um, Rampage is also pretty much been built up as like the heir apparent to Volta's throne yeah well he's undefeated isn't he and uh, you know, yeah it'd be nice um, I, I'd, I'd love him to win I mean I like Volta but I think Rampage would be a great a great champion I think he'd be really excited Rampage Rampage would be an awesome champion um, this video pack is cool you've got Regal uh, Fit Finley Robbie Brookside and Dave Taylor all like hyping up how good Rampage and Volta both are Robbie Brookside didn't um, even have his own at I know. How would you know he's never turning? <laughs> you can just sense some, some things sometimes, kind of me. <laughs> um, Dave Taylor literally did it like while he was having a cup of tea on his phone <laughs> as well. Did it in his, port, in his back porch or something. And he's like, oh, they're going to knock lumps out of each other. <laughs> Love it. Um, we then get uh, Jack Stars versus Joseph Connors. This this was a really good match. It yeah, was I, a lot I, better than I expected. I, I wasn't be. expecting. I was I was I must admit when I saw like what was on this match, what was on this card, I was a little um, dejected. And I was like, oh, this is gonna be a could be a could be a, not a bad one, but it could be like a down episode. And mm. uh, no, no, the the in ring the in ring um, performance was absolutely delivered. So I had a good time. Yeah, um, lots of like chain wrestling early on, but a very very technical match. Um, Jack Stars was kind of like using a lot of counters and then um, there's a lot of pin attempts uh, getting traded. At yeah. one point, he uh, drop kicks Connors out the ring, hits a vault in there, body press onto Connors, and then a really nice top rope crossbody. Um, a little later in the match, Connors hits like a really nasty looking rebound backbreaker. That was insane. Then, yeah, so he was like, kind of like he was kind of like in the corner, wasn't he? Connors and like Jack Stars was running towards mm-hmm. him and he sort of just caught him and like sort of like someone's STF'd him, but then put his knee out. 
and sort of just like yeah, it was it was well, like, kind of it was it was mad. It was it looked it looked really good. He's really he reminds me a lot of uh, Canyon Joseph Connors. Like he he comes up with some really innovative off, offense that you don't really see. Um, I know like his um, his old finisher, the righteous kill that he used to use in WCPW was fucking awesome. Of course, he doesn't use that anymore. Yeah, I mean, um, it's, it's kind of like a package DVD. It's finishing this match. Oh, yeah. This new finish is good. Uh, there was a move as well he did. It was like um, a float over neck snap that looked horrible. Oh, yeah, like, so that was... Like that horrible. Was, so that was very similar. I've been watching a lot of, um, of old TNA clips lately. And um, the move that Machine Guns did something it was like a double team move where like Alex Shelley would do that. Like it's like a, a sort of jump over neck breaker, but you'd hold it and mm. receive a kick in the face. Um, yeah. But he just he just did this by himself and just ranked it all the way back and like snap like almost like snapped it, which was uh which was really yeah. Nice. Jack Jack Stars sold that really well. As well. Like <laughs> he the looked, way he, looked, the way he kind of like because he looked like he was doing a push up when he took it, or like almost like a yoga position, and then he like sort of jerked and like crumpled and it yeah. just screamed. It was like oh that was horrible. Yeah, it looked. It looked I, really I winced when he did that. Well, um, nice. it looked really horrible in like a, a nice yeah. Sort of way. It looked brutal. Um, yeah. So yeah, um, stars fires up, trades a lot of strikes. He hits a really nice run up, goes to the back of Connor's neck. Um, he goes for a backslide. Connor's rolls out, hits a DDT, and then locks in um a, like a straight jack at Rude Awakening to uh, pick up the win. And the way the way people take that landing looks horrible, but it looks it's great. Yeah, like he so he, like he crosses their arms a lot across their own neck, and then. Just so quite cool. so after, after he puts him in the, in the straight jacket, he um, he shouts to him that his fifty minutes of fame are over. Yeah, and then, um, and then twists him around and drops him, uh, which is really cool. Yeah, I, I was really impressed by both these guys in this match. Um, the the two guys like not not that I don't like them. I think they're both really good, but the two guys that I've not really I, I've I'd wanted to see more of is probably the best way to describe it. Like they've not been given a lot of time to show what they can really do in yeah. NXT UK and I feel like this allowed them to do that. They're not two guys if you said to me pick your dream NXT UK card I wouldn't put them in a single match together but I had a, but, you know if they proved me wrong and they had a really good they had a really good match and I had a really fun time watching it I, I really enjoy this. Yeah I, I, I get the impression this might be the start of like a sort of like renaissance period for Joseph Connors because obviously Said all all he'd done prior to teaming with Ginny was get knocked out by Dave Mastiff. Yeah. Um, and that was pretty much it on the in the like since the relaunch. So yeah, it looks like it looks like he's getting a bit more bit more emphasis on him, which is, is good. Um we then get a really good backstage um video package of pretty deadly. I love that. Hyping this up this winning this the tag team good. titles. I, I was I was laughing so much at this. They say they're going to beat Air Williams and Jordan, and they're like, oh, yeah. it's not that they're not a good team, it's just we're better. And then they go, uh, side plate check, yes, boy, and just like point to the side plates and say, pretty deadly. Yeah, they ask, like, who, who, are the, um, who are the NXT UK Tag Team Champions? Oh, wait, point to the belt, it's us. I, I love I love at one point as well, they kind of show them they're insecure, like the mummy issues, like uh, Lewis Howell, he's like talking about, oh, yeah, my mum didn't think I'd amount to this. Well, I proved you wrong, didn't I, mum? <laughs> yeah. Um, just some some great like they're really um, it's, it's good to see like proper <clears throat> confident charismatic heels. I know I know and I know in the ring they do the shit out really well, but like out on the mic they're like 
they're really cocky and, and like you, you just want to get the punch in the face, don't you? It's great. It's great to have like really smarmy, detestable heels. Yeah, I, I love I love the fact that um as well, like we've kind of speculated on this the last couple of weeks that obviously to get to this tag title match, Kenny Williams has been cheating to get to it, whereas me is trying to do the right thing. Um and I love that basically the way they're gonna retain the belts is they're just gonna be there's two cheaters against one one because, cheater yeah, and they're someone gonna, trying they're to just do gonna, they're just gonna out shit out Kenny Williams, basically. Yeah, pretty much. It's brilliant. Um but yeah, there's the, the team that like when when the, like the uh, restart started, they weren't really doing it for me. But now they're one of my favorite things to like see on all of NXT UK. Just enjoy them a lot. Um, we go backstage. Jack Stars apologizes to Piper, uh, and she's like tells him off for apologizing, and kind of just like gives him a pep talk. Like says, "We'll go back to um, back to drawing board tomorrow. We'll go to the performance center, do but do some tra- drills, do some training." Um, and kind of like says she's proud of him for the effort he put in. How, and how Again. nice that's just nice and wholesome. Like Piper just like, oh, don't worry yeah. about it, man. It's cool, you're enough, don't worry about it. You you know it's fine. It happens, you lose matches, it's one of them things. We'll, we'll brush it off and start again. It's fine. And it's it's it's, it's, I, it's I like a, the freaking, it's like a nice attitude and yeah, it made me really give me a nice feeling. Yeah, I, I like the fact that they're um, they're kind of allowing it to do stuff on TV without necessarily having to wrestle as well, because like Obviously, one one of the things about NXT UK is that it's an hour show. So, and if they've not got really got like a storyline for it, it's good that they've kind of got her as like mentor and Jack Stars to kind of elevate him. Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, say they've got really limited time and they can only really push like the, the active storylines. Uh, like case in mm. point, like I don't think Zaya Brooks has wrestled since she beat, um, since she won that feud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, you know, no, but, but they've kept her like you know on the show and like little backstage bits and stuff mm. um, someone who's not on the yeah, show yeah sometimes stuff like that's good to just yeah sorry sorry so, yeah. Uh, go on yeah um, no I was just saying it was it's good that they're kind of keeping like certain storyline things in a bit of relevance yeah just keeping things on like on the back burner and keeping the plate spinning which just makes everything a bit yeah. nicer when you start to pick things up later uh, yeah, speaking of people who aren't yeah. on the show um, Wild Boar is not on the show because I go away for a few weeks. No, the hunt disband. So yeah, um, so Wild Boar got injured uh, prior to it. It was in the Fatal Four Way Tag Match. Oh, right, okay. That that's how long ago it was. Um, and then obviously he couldn't be in the street fight, and um, they did like a video package a week or two ago, basically just to kind of explain that Wild Boar was going to be out for like a while. Wrote him out with this team and replaced him with Tebow. Yeah, so basically, in storyline, um, Eddie Dennis basically has gone, Yeah, well, boy, you weren't good enough, so you're out. Team runs in. Eddie Dennis is so good. I fucking love him. He's <laughs> his whole demon head master gimmick is just brilliant. <laughs> um, right, so, yeah, so, so, this, so we have the team of Primate and Tebow, the, the, the new Hunt, if you will, versus um, definitely not Jobber, Jan, Danny Jones, and Josh Morrell. Yeah, I mean to be fair, uh, Jones and Morell always look good. Like whenever they they do wrestling, they're allowed to do like a little bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, Danny Jones gets the shit beaten out of him in this match. Yeah. Um. So it's Josh Morell to be fair, but um. Yeah. So like the the match starts with the T Bone and Primate kind of taking turns with Maul and uh, Josh Morell. Uh, T Bone just like at one point throws Morell into his own corner, 
and then Morel tags out and then they do the exact same thing to Danny Jones. Um, Jones manages to reverse a soup, like float over from a suplex to a backstabber on Primate and get a little bit of a hope, like hope, but uh, Primate manages to go, just get a get out of it. Uh, Morel comes in again, uses quickness to kind of startle Primate. Morel has it's not, quite, it's, it's not quite a hot tag. Morel gets, but he gets like he tags in and like for the first like sort of three or four minutes. They just can't land a punch on him. He's like, he's like he's he's flipping out of everything and he's dodging everyone. It looks like he really got a chance to, to sort of show off what he can do to an extent. Yeah. Um yeah, he, he he does a lot of like really cool little counters to kind of get away, keep away from primate. Um primate tags in T-Bone, T-Bone just backbreakers him and then throws him out the ring. And I love the fact as well when T-Bone was beating up Morel at this point, he was staring a hole through Jones. Yeah. And like he then eventually throws Morel out the ring, approaches Jones and gets in his face. And then as he's doing that, Primate's on the outside, just beating the shit out of Morel and slams him on the floor. Um Eddie Dennis as well. Like as the referee's turning around, Eddie Dennis just grabs Primate and throws him back into his corner. <laughs> um and then he's like he rolls Morel in the ring and he, you can hear him just screaming, referee. Um so yeah, um Jones then drop kicks Primate off the apron. Um and but T Bone knees him in the face. Um, T Bone hits a running power slam. Primate hits a dive and headbutt to win. Um, dominant performance from this new team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Quite... they, they looked good. They looked really strong. And uh, but even like the, it wasn't a squash match. It, it went on a fair while. Like when I saw when I saw like the job reference from Morel and Jones, I thought, oh, here we go, like two minute squash. But no, yeah. they actually made it into a proper match, and there was some back, a little bit of back and forth, and like, like some good like evasiveness by by Morel, which yeah, it was intense. Yeah, um, I'm intrigued to see where they go with this. So, uh, Eddie Dennis is like one of the best promos in NXT UK for me. Um, and it's good to see the kind of still focusing on this faction that he's got and obviously like chopping and changing stuff around. It'd be interesting to see what, what they do when Prime, uh, so Paul comes back as well. Yeah. Um, whether he's going to feud with them or not. Um, but yeah, good to see. Uh, we then got Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams training in the PC, and they say they're going to be pretty deadly. Uh, it's a new Kenny, a new Amir. Kenny doesn't want to dance though when they win the t- titles, and Amir's he's like a, still trying a, to convince him. Because he's a bad heel. Um, did you, yeah, did you manage to find out what Amir Jordan's Five Guys order was? No, I'm going to wait until he wins the belts, and then when he goes for his, his championship celebration, Five Guys, I'm going, to, I'm going to get that order. See, that might be a different Five Guys order. Yeah, but I want, I want like the championship order. Like I don't want just the regular one. What if, what if he doesn't win the belts? Well, I'll just wait until he does something. I'm a patient. It's fine. Um, fair enough. So after this, we got Aaliyah James versus Isla Dawn. Uh, both women have been getting built up quite a lot recently. Yeah, they've, so... had, they've had a lot of promos and like little vignettes and, and stuff to go you know, going forward. So yeah, it's interesting to see what, what gives here in this match. Yeah, Aaliyah James is very impressive as well. Like every time I've seen it. Not to say Isla Dawn isn't. Um, but Aaliyah James, she reminds me a bit of like Mickey James. Yeah. Um, like with some of her offense, and she certainly does a lot of stuff like that in this match. Uh, it's, it's so, interesting seeing this match where Adam basically just beats the piss out of Aaliyah James for the most part. Yeah. Um, but there's a bit of back and forth early on with like, like just not, like wrist locks and stuff like that. Dawn then starts getting more aggressive with knee strikes. There was a really um, nice backdrop driver by Dawn, and she gets like a standing butterfly lock. On yeah. um, Aaliyah James, and she's in it for what seems like a while, and then 
done almost it's almost like she loses patience and just breaks a hold and as she like kind of throws Aaliyah James out of it Aaliyah James hits a springboard shotgun drop kick and a crossbody um, which looked beautiful like the air time she got on them both was great um, Dawn then dumps Aaliyah first um, mouth first onto the top rope and as before Aaliyah can even like register that like she's holding her mouth um, she gets hit with uh, another backdrop driver and followed up with a bridging half and half suplex which I didn't catch the name of Nigel give it a name um, but I didn't catch the name of it, but it looked great. Yeah, it was, um, it was really nice, really crisp. The bridge was mwah, absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Um, and Isla picks up a first win in a long time. Um, good to see. Yeah, I mean, well, this is the first one I've seen uh, wrestle since I started watching. So, Yeah, she was kind of like the sacrificial lamb to Mako Satamora in her first match. Um, and other than that, she's just been like, she she has pretty much just been like jobber to the stars. Yeah. Ka- kind of like, Kind of like what they used to do on um, OG NXT when they'd have people before they debut just show up and get beaten. And then a couple months later, they debut them properly. Yeah. Uh, that kind of sort of thing. Um, but yeah, this it feels like the start of a bit of a push for Isla, actually. Um, we then see a backstage video of uh, Nina Samuels. She's like clock watching. Because it's like, oh yeah, this is the last day. After today, I don't need to. I'm no longer a Zaya's um, sort of personal assistant anymore. Zaya says, "I've got one more job for you to clean the men's bathroom." Well, first of all, um, she's like to clean the bathroom, and then she's like, "Oh no, yeah, not not just any bathroom, the men's bathroom." I'm not being funny. Like as a man, I've never seen a men's bathroom that fucking messy. No, I think there was some shady behaviour there. <laughs> I think Zaya's been pay, been paying people off to to trash the place for Nina to fucking have a bad bad time. Let me um, yeah, might as well. Nina's been bullying her for a while. Uh, I I kind of hope this end up Nina just like absolutely murdering Zaya next week. Yeah, it's got to, it's got to build to something. Beating the shit it? out of Maybe it. some sort of release tension here. Yeah, because it's it's been great that like Nina's been like sort of like the sort of school bully getting her comeuppance. Um, and now it's like, okay, well, you've you've had you've like humiliated the bully for a month, and now they're fucking mad. So yeah. what's gonna come from this? Um, but I, I I quite like this story. They seem to have good chemistry when they were actually wrestling as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm um, excited to see them keep going. You know, this is I'm not fed up with this. This is this. I can have more of this. Yeah, Nina Samuels' character works is fucking brilliant as well. Um, and yeah, them the the show I uh, during the. During the break, Isla Dawn's in like a trance backstage. Um, yeah, she's doing spoopy stuff. Yeah, she's like she's like chanting to herself, isn't she? And then, um, she's got like a her, she's like wringing her hands over her head. Um, Kaylee Ray comes along and she just like says, "If we'd seen that side of you earlier, uh, maybe you'd be in the position I'm in." Isla kind of looks at Kaylee Ray and like angrily, and the lights start flickering. And then. You get like we get like a bit of spooky bollocks with like pictures of Isla flickering on the um doing the tarot cards flickering on the screen. Um and Kaylee Ray literally just nopes out of there. She goes, Nope. Yep, she's like that. Too spoop. Do not like. Yeah, it's it's weird. I feel like this is kind of just a filler feud for um Takeover Dublin. Um it, it seems like a foregone at this point that Kaylee Ray's probably gonna be facing uh, Eva Valkyrie at Takeover Dublin. Yeah, 
and they just need a, a bit of a layover feud for Kaylee because we've done Mako now. We can't do Mako again for a little while. So give her this and see what happens. Give her um, the person who Mako beat. That'll, that'll, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, Kaylee, they, they, since Mako beat her, they've done like a lot of video packages of Violet Dawn to kind of build her up. Yeah. As like, she's kind of like, it's, it's implied the that she's a bit more aggressive now. She's a bit more like, yeah. she's a bit spoopier. She's a bit more focused. So. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see anyway where they go with that. Because um, obviously NXT UK normally feels like just a kind of traditional wrestling show. So yeah. to have like some spooky bollocks was like, oh, okay. Um, not that I'm complaining. Um, speaking of spooky bollocks, we then get the main event. Uh, Sam Gradwell versus Ilya Dragunov in a no DQ match. And oh boy, this this match was hard hitting to say the least. Yeah, this left some marks, but it um, so Gradwell throws his jacket at Ilya pretty much from the bell and then just like lands like all over his throws it over his head and then bats him while he's trying to get out of it. Which is... he, cut, he cut Ilya's back from that as well. The zip really? like caught Ilya's back, so he had, he had like a big cut jaw like between the shoulder blades. I saw that, but not until later. I thought that was I thought that was more chair related. No, no, it was it was quite early on because I noticed that like just after this when they were fighting outside the ring, I noticed that I was like, oh fuck me. Okay. <laughs> um so yeah, uh, Gradwell hits a SDO on Ilya and then Ilya gets the jacket off him. Um, he manages to kick Gradwell out the ring. Gradwell grabs a chair, Ilya blocks it with his foot and the, but then refuses to use it. Um, does the same thing on the other side of the ring as well. He, he hits a Constantine special, um, which is like the sort of like tiger faint kick into a clothesline, which is great. Um, and he, he keeps stopping and trying to calm himself down. He goes up top to go for like a shotgun drop kick on Gradwell. Gradwell moves out the way um, to the corner and then Ilya hits a coast to coast on him. Um, Ilya goes to like clothesline Gradwell on the outside a little bit later on and Gradwell just smashes him over the arm with the ring bell and starts That like, was, that, the noise that made. The noise of that was horrible. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, then he starts um, whipping Ilya with some like TV cables and uh, he wraps them around like Ilya's mouth and uses them to uses them to like kind of like drag Ilya to the ground, and Ilya's holding his mouth after that. Um, Gradwell then uh, brings Ilya back in the ring, hits a butterfly suplex onto a chair, and starts exposing the turnbuckles. Um, Ilya go, Gradwell's up top. Ilya dumps Gradwell off the top rope, um, and then Gradwell throws a turnbuckle cover at Ilya, which like kind of kind of like sort of stares him, and then. He sort of takes his legs out, so Ilya lands chest first on the exposed turnbuckle, and then he just throws Ilya into the barricade. Um, a few times in this match as well, like before, like it really starts devolving. Like Gradwell pleads with Ilya, and Ilya actually shows compassion. Like there was the first bit where Ilya's got like the steel steps stood over him, and Gradwell's like, "Please, Ilya, please, I'm sorry." And then Ilya puts the steps down. Gradwell gets a chair, tries to attack him with it. Um, Ilya hits a, a pair of Germans on the floor and then just starts chopping the shit out of him. <laughs> and he, he dodges the chair shot as well with like a sort of like bridge, like the Matrix movie. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. So he was like going, she was swinging for the fences on it as well, like Gradwell. And yeah. Ilya just out of nowhere just drops back, which is pretty nice. Yeah. Um, Ilya, again, he's been, he starts chopping the shit out of Gradwell as he's about to do like the last final one. Gradwell's like, Again, pleading with Ilya brings up the fact that he's a dad too and he's got a son. 
Um, have you heard the expression, James? Um, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, surely the second time Sam Gradwell was like, oh no, please don't hurt me, mate. And then tried to batter him. You think, nah, fuck this. I'm just doing it. Yeah. I think it's just Ilya trying to be a nice guy, isn't he? Um, Gradwell hits like a fisherman de- uh, Death Valley driver onto the steps onto um, Ilya. And Ilya's selling and that was incredible. Like he was kind of like paralyzed over the steel steps, screaming. Um, Gradwell brings a load of chairs in the ring and sets up like a pile of them. Uh, Ilya throws Gradwell into the exposed turnbuckle and then backbreakers him, but misses a top rope sent on onto the pile of chairs, which was a horrible bump. Um, yeah, that just really upset me. <laughs> Gradwell, uh, he's in the corner with Ilya, he stops himself from chopping the back of Ilya's neck, he's about to, and then he stops. And starts like turns Ilya around, starts chopping him in the chest. Uh, Ilya manages to dodge one, and as he dodges, Gradwell accidentally chops him on the back of the neck, and Ilya snaps. Um, he spinebusters Gradwell into the stack of chairs. Uh, Gradwell crawls to grab a steel chair. Ilya stops him, stops him by he puts his foot on the chair and then just kicks Gradwell square in the face. Yeah. Um, again, which was horrible. Uh, and then Ilya hits like that got suplex onto all the chairs punches Gradwell until he's basically dead and then uh, the referee stops the match um, and the, the referee's like frightened of Ilya as Ilya's screaming however because uh, it's an ODQ match it means Ilya actually wins yeah um, but really good match really good work from both these guys and whew, there was some upsetting bumps in this match wasn't there mate yes yeah there was like that um, that like sort of set back centre onto the um, onto the chair Onto the pile of chairs. Anything, anything onto the pile of chairs was was, was bad. The bell shot, um, the DVD onto the onto the steel steps. Um, that, it, you name it, man. But just even, that kick to uh, Gradwell's face. When yeah, he, like, the kick to the it, face. Even just like getting whipped with the cable looked horrible. You know, it was yeah. They really um, they really left it all out there. Yeah, um, commentary made a really good line as well at the end where they said who who can stop a, uh, who can save Ilya from himself now. Um, obviously, because Gradwell was sort of, but not trying to protect Ilya from him being like snapping and all that. Um, but yeah, a, another very good episode of NXT UK with another fantastic main event. Yeah. Um, what we are, I mean, recently me and Troy haven't been able to actually find any lows. So I don't know if you found anything that really. Uh, I've got a high and a low. So. Up. My high first, okay. I'll say, is the main event. <clears throat> Obviously, yeah, uh, absolutely, really, really, really good match, and really cool spots, really hard hitting action, really entertaining. Uh, my low is also the main event. Oh, uh, I guess I mean it's and it's a, it, it's like you say always, it's a minor nitpick. I just thought the um, the storytelling was a little bit too heavy handed at times. Mm. Like like we said before, like three times they went for the the Sam Bradwell, please don't hate me spot. Yeah, and. Dragging off fell for it every time. I thought it was a bit stupid, uh, and also because a minor point. But Jesus Christ, I know I know these guys were literally beating themselves with bloody pulp, but some of the noises they were making were a little bit over the top. I thought a little bit too much. Yeah, I- Ilya's um, Ilya like does a really good job of kind of making you feel like he's actually really hurt himself. Sometimes when he's selling shit like that, yeah, I, I think in a in an empty arena match with no with no other noise, I think it's a little bit 
too strong sometimes. Mm. That's fair. That's fair. But, but I mean, it's, it's a minor quibble on what is, you know, the, um, it was also my, my high point of the show as well. So, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, that was, my, that was my high point too. Um, if I did have to pick a low. Um, you don't have to, you don't want to. Yeah, no, you know, I didn't actually have anything that was really low for me. Enjoyed everything on the card, so I'm not, I'm not going to pick one. Um, but yeah, that was another episode of NXT UK. Um, on the road to, uh, what's a prelude? Prelude, yeah. Um, road, the road to, hang on, preludes. Road, the road to implies before, and then prelude implies before. The prelude to prelude. The road, um, the, pre, the road to prelude to prelude. Yeah. Um. Obviously, next week we've got pretty deadly versus. Uh, Kenny Williams and Amir and I think did they announce anything else? No, everything else we announced sort of been for like two weeks time, wasn't it? Everything else was prelude, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, it should be it should be a good show next week. Um before we go, Ben, where can people go and get their beer and bearding needs fulfilled, please? So you can get all your beard supplies you need at thefatchface.com. They are a wonderful company. They have some quality beard products, oils, cones, brushes apparel, you name it, they do little gift sets. Um, Factorface.com, you can use the code TROYXL85 to get 20% off, and all the proceeds from all of the sales go towards, some of the proceeds go to testing for charities, so it's important a really good cause. And if you need some beer, you can head to topworkbrewing.com, and we've got some special WrestleMania packs up for pre-order. Uh, we're doing them in conjunction with Waffle Chair, all the beer to get you through four nights of hyper wrestling action. Uh, you can use the code here's why on those WrestleMania packs to get free shipping. So there you go. Excellent. Also, if you want to um, catch us on social media, uh, go to our Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast or our Twitch, um, Twitter and Discord, Untitled Rest Pod. Uh, over on Discord, you can get hold of us for our Saturday night gaming that we do. Um, it's pretty much an open invitation. We usually put it on Twitch, not always. We didn't this weekend just because we didn't have a chance to. Um uh, but yeah, but it's always it's always on the Discord. If you want to pop onto the Discord, we can always play along with us. We play with like Jackbox, Among Us, like loads of cool party games that most people can play. So there's always room. Yeah, we did a lot of code names this weekend and a lot oh, of Mario Kart as well. Yeah. Um and yeah, it's it's always a laugh. We usually we sometimes have uh, Joe from Damn It Vince uh, podcast on there with us. Uh, a couple of our friends as well who aren't really into wrestling. Also on Discord, if you want to talk about like we've got like sub sub topics of pretty much everything now, like games, films, uh, you name it. Probably yeah, there. You just come and hang out and chill and have a nice time. Probably gonna probably gonna do a beer once to discuss a uh, big tasty beer at some point as well when we can get round to it. Yeah, um, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, also on Switch, uh, you can see like Aaron doing his Sonic Adventure, me and Troy and doing Resident Evil Five playthrough at the moment. I do some Halo Online when I feel like killing people with an audience, um, and. Yeah, and we do we do state of the K as well, don't we? Every yes, we've done a little bit of state of K. We've started better, which is a little bit of base building. Um, but yeah, as always, thanks for listening to us, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.